Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. We welcome you. Well, church, once again, I welcome you to today's service. You are blessed to be here. Today, you be you prosper as I'm here. Amen. Amen. As we've gathered here, you prosper because the Lord is with us. Now, today, um, the Lord has sent me to tell you, uh, bring you his word. Today, I'm teaching about the last days. The last days is very important. Um, now, there's so many things people say about the last days. There are so many things people have implied and assumed about the last days. Uh, that is not why we are here, but we are here for you to understand how the last days will be and what you need to do. What you will need to do in regards to the last day. How you need to prepare. Uh, what, did, what do I mean by the last days? Um, the last days means from, what I mean by the last days, the theologians call it eschatology, which means the study of the last day. Because the Bible, God, this spoke expressly about the last days. Jesus spoke about it. Things that will happen. Things that in order for him to come. Things that we, mankind, the earth will experience and the earth will go through. Amen. Amen. Wait till he will come and when he come. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. And that's what we are going to look at. These things, we must understand it. We must really understand it. Why should we understand it? Because who knows? It could be our generation. It could be our generation. Because Jesus said life will be as usual. Then his coming will come. Amen. Or oh, will be due. Amen. So we are going to look at it now. So we'll look at the signs that need to happen. Things that will happen. Amen. When we are closer to his coming. And what will happen when he comes. And what will happen after he's come and gone. This will take us all the way. We look at the rapture. We look at what they call the millennium. We look at what they call the great, um, they have a word for it, uh, the, the great um, tribulation. We look at the great tribulation. Maybe today we can look at the great tribulation and the rapture. Uh, I, I don't know for the millennium. We come all the way, look at the judgment. Because we must understand the judgment. We even look at the Antichrist. Maybe today we touch on the Antichrist. Amen. Then we look at the judgment, because there are two types of judgment. Then we look at hell, and we look at heaven. These are things that are fundamental, that every Christian must be solid in understanding, and in aware of it, and look up to it. Because, I will be honest with you, God's main purpose, know the word, main purpose, for us, it's not money, it's not marriage, 
It's not healing. It's, it's not. It's not all those things. All those things are plus. They are good things. But God has made it such a way that even without Him, we can get those things. That's why unbelievers marry. Some unbelievers also have good marriages. That's why even people who serve and worship idols can prosper. And even wicked people can stay healthy for years. You see, because God has made it that these are things by wisdom and other activity, you can get it. Amen. Even though He does, by His main and sole purpose, it's salvation. And that one, you can't buy it. Nothing can give it to you. Amen. So this is the call. When you remove this from there, then Christianity has no essence anymore. Praise the Lord Jesus. The reason why we have to serve God, we have to worship God, we have to be saved, is all because of life after death. It, it's all about heaven. It's all about heaven. When we say we are going to save souls, the main purpose is about heaven. Even though, yes, there is a physical blessing. Many of us, as we accept Christ, addiction, troubles, all those things gone. It takes only Christ, which are good things. But this is the main purpose. So these are fundamental. And we are going to look at it. Amen. Let's open our Bible. Please remember that today we will have communion. Amen. We will have communion, as I said. Amen. So make your communion ready. If you don't have your Bible too, uh, please get a Bible. It is important you have a Bible. Amen. Uh, so that you look at the scriptures. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. It's a service. It's a church service. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Um, so let's look at it. Um, Acts chapter 1 verse 11. One thing every Christian should know is that Christ will return back. That Jesus will come back. Never forget this. That Jesus is going to come back. Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Uh -huh. Men of Galilee, mm -hmm. they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? Mm -hmm. the same, this same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Amen. Amen. So the Bible said this same Jesus, the way he went up, mm -hmm. will come back what? Again. So it is clear that Jesus Christ will come back what again many people will ask me many people uh, especially unbelievers i mean this one these people they are unbelievers those who ask me this question maybe 99 percent of the time they are unbelievers they keep saying they put it like this you keep saying that jesus will come jesus will come our great grandparents were saying they were saying that thousand years ago how come jesus have as of now, he's not here. When will Jesus come? And I always tell them there are two ways where Jesus will come for you. The first way is either I will die or you will die. When you die, you meet him. Then he's come. Or you'll be on earth when he what? Comes. Mm -hmm. So as for the coming of Jesus, he will come. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. But today we are more interested in that physical coming of Jesus on earth. I might not be alive. I might be alive. You may not be alive, you may be alive, but Jesus will come. When we read first Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, it said, Jesus will come from heaven. He will come from heaven with what? 
his angels with a sound of what? The trumpet. Amen. Why would Jesus come from heaven? Because the Bible said now Jesus is seated at the right hand side of what? God. Amen. So Jesus is not on earth. He's not going to come from under the earth. He's not going to come from uh, any garden or any church. This Jesus Christ is going to come from heaven. Let's read it. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. Mm -hmm. for, for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with a trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Amen. Amen. So the Bible is clear. It said this Jesus that we just read that is going to come back. He's going to come from what? Heaven. Yeah. So Jesus is coming back from heaven. Where what? He is now. Amen. So someone will ask, then why did Jesus went back to heaven if he's going to come? Bible says he's gone to prepare a place for us. So when he's done with the preparation, he will come down. Read it. John 14 verse 3. John 14 verse 3. Amen. John mm -hmm. 14 verse 3. Uh -huh. And if I go and prepare a place for you, mm -hmm. I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. So Jesus said he's gone to prepare a place for us and he will come back and take us to where what? He belongs. So it means that this coming back of Jesus, as he's coming back on this earth, he is not coming to preach salvation, to give salvation. He's coming to take his people. His people, those who are called Christians, who are Christian, born again, back to heaven where what? He belongs. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So you see that Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28 says, His coming is not to deal with what? Sin or to save. Amen. Amen. And it's not to deal with sin, but to save those who are what? Waiting. So the first time Jesus was on earth, he was to help with sin. Grace to save people. But this time as he comes, it is people. His coming will be a done deal. The moment he appeared is a done deal. Those who are saved will be what? He will take them what? Up. That's why I keep telling people it is two ways to meet him. Because when you die, you meet him. It's a done deal. Or when you are alive and he come to his dandel. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28. Hebrews chapter 9 mm -hmm. verse 28. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. Mm -hmm. And he will appear second time and not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Amen. So it says for the, the second time that he will appear is coming, it is not what bear sin, but it's for what? Salvation. salvation. That is why we keep preaching, telling people that the time is now. Because when you meet Jesus, either by you dying or he coming on earth, there will not be more forgiveness of sin for you. Amen. Mm -hmm. But the not share is that you must understand that Christ is coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back sooner or later. He's coming back. The Bible says a day is like a thousand years unto God and a thousand years is like a day unto God. So sometimes you think, you think that it is long, but no. He is coming what? back but the key is this christ is coming back he's not coming to give people opportunity again but he's coming to redeem the saved and he will come from heaven amen and revelation let's read revelation chapter 1 verse 17 when he come every eye will see him 
So you, you don't need to worry yourself. When Christ comes, you will not hear that he has appeared here or he has appeared here. He said every eye will see him. Just like when the sun comes out, we all see that the sun has come out. So will his coming be. Revelation 1 verse 7, please. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7. Uh -huh. Look, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all people of, on earth will mourn because of him so shall it be amen amen so when he comes every eye what we see him okay now because christ is coming back because he's going to come back for us his coming back is not for the world we've read that is to pick us to where he's going to what prepare for us as a christian you must live and wait for the coming of christ you must always have the coming of Christ in your mind. You must always make sure you are ready. Amen. So the Bible, let's read Titus. Titus chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. It says, we as Christians, we await for the coming of what? Jesus Christ. Amen. Because the coming of Jesus Christ is our blessed word, hope. That is our benefit. That is the only thing we will have that the world and unbelievers will never what, have. So if you are a Christian, you are not living in expectation to the coming of Christ, then there is a question or there is a danger. Please read it for me, please. Titus chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. Titus 2, 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness. And worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ so he said in your same what the Bible teaches us but I'm interested in the last we say we wait for what our blessed hope in the coming of what Jesus Christ yeah. and when you read Philippians let's read it Philippians chapter 3 verse 20 why are we waiting for Christ because that is where we become citizen. That is where our citizenship belongs. Amen. Amen. So every citizen wait for his what country. Amen. Read it for me. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. Philippians chapter 3 verse mm -hmm. 20. But our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly wait a savior. We eagerly await a savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He said because our citizen is in heaven and we are waiting Jesus Christ from what? There. So this explains why Jesus will come and what? Pick us to go there. But the key is here is that we are to wait because this is real. Uh, this is real. Heaven is real. The coming of Christ is real. And uh, one time, at that time, I think this child was seven years or eight years. A young child called me early in the morning. You could see panic in his voice. And this child has just had a dream of heaven and hell. And she told me, maybe later I'll give the details. And the details of this dream, you could tell strictly that indeed the child has seen what? Heaven and what? Hell. Because the things the child said in this dream, even many adults don't know. For example, he said to me, he saw Jesus. I said, describe Jesus unto me. He said, Jesus was a lamb. I said, ah. How can you see a lamb and you say he's Jesus? A lamb is an animal. Of course, I knew, but I wanted to be sure. And the child was like, I don't know, but I knew it was Jesus. 
Amen. One time too, a lady met me, Jesus Dancer Campaign. She was she was brought up as a Christian. But you know, she's lukewarm and her children. And one of the sons had a dream. And in this dream, his son was uh, his son met Jesus. And Jesus gave the son a horn. And Jesus said, You should go and blow the horn to announce that his coming is nearer. Now the lady said when the son told her the dream, since then she and the son, they've never had peace. Like, so she came to me and when she was speaking, she was trembling. She didn't know what to do. Amen. So heaven is real. I mean, I can go and, and go on. Amen. But so far we've seen two things. That Christ Jesus is coming. And that his coming is to redeem us. So we must be ready. We must prepare for what is coming. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, but the good news is Jesus showed us signs that will show us his coming, that he's what? Closer than what his coming. Amen. So what are the signs that indicate his coming? What are the signs? Now I want to show you the signs that indicate his coming. These signs are called we hear many people talk the last day, the last day. How you know we are in the last day? How you know that we are closer to the last day than we have ever been? You will know it by the signs. So let's look at the things that will happen before the coming of Christ. Amen. Let's read our Bible. Luke chapter 21, 7 to 11. Luke chapter 21, 7 to 11. Amen. So now we are looking at the signs that will happen. So you see many people, when something happens, they claim or they say, this is a sign of the last day, amen. But Jesus said, give us signs clearly. So this sign, there are things that will indicate the last days, amen. Note, will show us that we are closer, amen. amen. And we can divide it into two. Things that will happen in the world and things that will happen with his church. Now, the things that will happen in the world, he divided it into two. What will happen with human being and what will happen with what? The earth. Let's look at this. Things that will happen before Jesus comes. That will indicate that we are in the last day. Luke chapter 21, 7 to 11. Luke 21, 7 to 11. Yes. Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen? And what will be the signs that are about to take place? So they asked me, Claire, when he was talking about the last is the kingdom, he said, when would this happen? What would be what? The signs. Thank God for their asking. Thank the Holy Spirit for prompting them to ask that question. And he did answer them. Please read it. He replied, mm -hmm. Watch out that you are not deceived. Mm -hmm. For many will come in my name, claiming I am he. And the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprising, do not be frightened. These things must happen first. But the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nations will rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilence in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. Amen. Amen. To the eleven, isn't yeah. it? So he said this, this, he said this note, many people mix it. He said these are the signs that we are drawing closer to the last day. But this does not mean he is come. Yeah. 
Because when you hear people say he has come to, but I said this will be a sign that we are closer. And he said they're on earth. No, this is on earth. The earth. There will be a lot of wars. There will be a lot of earthquake. There will be a lot, a lot of uh, pestilence, which is sicknesses. Now we can see. Amen. And he said there will also be a lot of what? As things happening in the sky. So we could see, you could see clearly that we are in the last days. Why? Because for the past 10 years, anything that we are experiencing, we've never experienced it on that level. Look at the tsunami that happened. Tsunami is a cause of earthquake. Look at the earthquake that keeps happening. We've even had volcano in the last 10 uh, years. Look at uh, the wars. When I studied Second World War, the suffering that came, I thought human beings will never wage war. But you could see that wars have rather increased. Today, Syria is gone. Afghanistan, uh, Iraq is gone. Libya is gone. And said there will be wars. Amen. So if anything, from now going, we are going to see more wars. Yeah. From now going, look at the corona. We never believe that there could be a sickness that can hit the whole world, that, that will crash the world. There's going to be a lot of pestilence. Pestilence are spreading sicknesses. There is going, it's going to increase. Because other than that, with all our advancement technology, now we are able to go to the moon, to the mass, and come back. But look at the things that are plaguing. Read it again. So he said, these are signs. Amen. Start reading from the 10. He said, these are signs. These signs will show that I'm coming. Amen. So this sign shows that we are closer. And the more we get closer to God's coming, it's going to increase. So what we call catastrophe on earth, we are going to see an increase in it. So that's the first sign. Read it again. Let's read it again. Luke mm -hmm. 21 verse 10 to 11. Uh -huh. And he said to the nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Nations will rise against nations and kingdom. So there will be more. Look at the contention with all our civilization. Look, America is fighting China. What's that? Fighting Russia. This is fighting. You would think human beings, we are civilized, we should know better. But I said nation will rise against nation. So if anything is going to increase, kingdom is another word for a nation. And what again? Um, um, there will be great earthquakes. There will be a lot of earthquakes, meaning an increase in tsunami, an increase in fire, an increase in volcanic explosion. Because all these things are caused by what? Earthquake. Uh -huh. Famines and pestilence. There will be famine. There will be famine. As I'm talking to you right now, uh, many African countries, not only African, places like Yemenistan, there's no food. There will be personal, personal diseases, eh? And, uh, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. And there will be fearful events. Fearful events means things that will happen that you will not understand. That will bring fear. So, it is sad that from now on, many people are rather trusting in technology. Technology is good. But if anything, there are going to be more fearful events. And we're going to see cosmic activity. Science in the atmosphere, yeah, yeah. One, one, one stone can just come and hit the earth. The effect will be more than uh, an atomic bomb or into the sea and a whole nation can be wiped out. But what I'm saying is, according to the word, 
we are in the last days. So from now going, we are going to see more. Amen. And apart from the sign that you see, there's going to be a decay in human character and wickedness. Let's read that one too. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. So look, we are looking at the signs now of the last day. This is not the last day, it's of the signs of the last day. The last day starts from the arrival of the Antichrist. But till the Antichrist come, when the Antichrist comes, it will be obvious to all. But till he comes, there are signs, and these are the signs. And it will increase. And remember, this was said by Christ Jesus himself. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Timothy chapter 3. Yeah. Verse. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Amen. Amen. But mark this. Mm -hmm. There will be. Look, he said, mark this. He's talking about the last days. Yeah. Uh -huh. There will be terrible times in the last days. Uh -huh. People will be lovers of themselves, uh -huh. lovers of money, mm -hmm. boastful, mm -hmm. proud, mm -hmm. abusive disobedient to their parents, mm -hmm. ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. Amen. Amen. So the Bible said in the last day, it says in 2 Timothy. So as we see that there's problem in the world, we see that human beings too begin to what? Decay. And it says in the last day, people will be lovers of what? Money. When people are lovers of money, what does it mean? Corruption. So in the last days, you see many human beings will be corrupted. It says many will be lovers of themselves, meaning they'll just like things that pleases them. And now you can see. You can see. With all the social media, it makes it obvious for you to see how people have become what? Lovers of what? Themselves. These are the signs so. And if you have eyes, you could see these signs now. But you would think that as human beings, we are getting civilized. You think that this thing shouldn't happen. But you can see now that it is happening. And if anything is going to what? Happen what? More. And say so people will be covetous. Covetous means people who want what others have. You want men want pe uh, 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 other people's wives. Women want other people's what husband. People want people's car, job, covetous, ministry, property. So, amen. And he went on to say that people will be what boasted. They will be what proud, and they will be blasphemous. Blasphemy, people be blaspheming. You can see how now people talk about God. People who are hopeless, people who don't know anything, even their account, their their businesses or the way they were, they are not even good enough for promotion. And now speaking against God, trying to teach God, and even trying to teach pastors who are higher educated than them, that even if they were not pastors, they will not even be closer what to do. Blaspheming. Oh, yeah, I've seen it a lot. But I'm saying that it's going to increase. If you are on social media, you can see how now everybody can stand up and begin to speak against God and anything what? Yeah. God. Yeah. And he said, uh, people will be disobedient to parents, yeah. unthankful. So many people will become ungrateful. Ungrateful means unthankful. Children are going to rise and disobey parents. 
You can tell, you can see the trend. We keep saying this generation, this generation, but we gave birth to them. You could see. Amen. And said there will be a lot of people what? Unholy. So holiness will be in a will diminish. Many activities and many people that they'll be involved in will become unholy. If you have eyes and ears, as and now you see things that 10 years ago, even pagans and the government, unbelievers say this is not right, this is unholy. Now it has been declared holy. Now it has made official, but it's going to what? Increase. I didn't say it. You say people will have, they will not have natural affection. They will be trans breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despised of those who are good. So from now going, if you are a good person, if you're a righteous person, you would rather be what despised. And we, we can see the trend. How people and group of people and certain people despise good people. How now do that you are good, even if you try to correct somebody, say you are judging. So it's going to increase. I, I know that. That's why I prefer to stay with five good people than 100 people who many are not what? Because they will despise me just for being good. But my point is, it's going to increase. So the world and humanity is going to get, is going to decay. Character is going to decay. Wickedness is going to increase. The earth itself will begin and it has begun to lose its focus. But note, guess what? This is just science of the last day so it will get worse amen but when it comes to the church there are another sign luke chapter 21 or mark chapter 13 verse 10 amen so we've seen the two signs for the world humanity in general amen and also what the earth but remember if you are christian if you hold on to god it will be minus you amen why? Because in the days of Noah, he was, Bible said he wasn't one of them. Yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot wasn't one of them because they all knew their God. So if you obey God and follow him, this will be minus you. Mm -hmm. But whatever wickedness we are seeing, it will increase. As I said, when I studied Second World War, I thought such thing will never happen again because it's obvious. But now we can see it. Yeah. And the church, there are more signs. Let's read it. Mark chapter 13, verse 10. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark chapter 13, verse 10. Mm -hmm. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Amen. So this gospel will be preached to all nations. Mm -hmm. Now it is believed that almost every nation, at least 99% of the nations, this gospel has been preached. Maybe it's just few isolated mm -hmm. islands, which maybe we can count, maybe four or five. But I said one of the signs that show that the gospel must be preached will be preached what all nations first before what is coming. So this is also a sign. So now that the gospel has been preached to almost every nation, except like five islands, that should tell you that we are closer. We are in the last days that we have ever been closer to what the coming of what Christ. And it also said. In Mark chapter 13, 21 to 23, we are looking at the signs. He said there will be an increase in false prophets. So there will be an increase in false men of God. Let's read it. We are looking at the signs of the last days. Mark chapter 13, 21 to 23. So we've seen the world, but now we are looking in the church. 
Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mark 13, 21, 23. Mm -hmm. And at that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, mm -hmm. or look, there he is, do not believe. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard. I have told you everything in advance. Amen. Amen. So it said there will be an increase in false prophets and messiahs. So from now on, there's going to be an increase in false pastors. Yeah. Many people are complaining that there are a lot of false pastors. And I always tell them, I'm not worried about them. Because by what God said, by what Jesus himself said, they are going to increase. But I say, you be on your guard. And say, so, listen, this, even with signs and wonders, they can be able to deceive the elite. Meaning, one who is a true what? Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if you know your God, Jesus said you will know them by their fruit, not by signs and wonders. Because that is the main thing that they will use to deceive many. So there's going to be an increase in false pastors. But if you don't know God, if you do not know who a pastor is, how will you know who a false pastor is? If you don't know who a prophet is, how will you know who a false prophet is? If you don't know what is a dollar, how will you know a counterfeit dollar? If you don't know how a CD note looks, how will you know a what? Counterfeit CD note. If you don't know the truth, how will you know what is false? So the only way you can know a false prophet is to really know a true what? Prophet. And one of these days we are going to learn that. What, who is a man of God? What makes a man of God? Who is a pastor? Who is a teacher? They are all different. A pastor is not necessarily a teacher. Who is a prophet? Because a prophet is by an evangelist. Who is an evangelist? Who is an apostle? Yeah. But the Bible says this is sign in the church. It will increase. That is why we can't not just accept anybody. Where are you from? Who ordained you? Where did you start? Who were your brethren? What is your tribe in the spirit? Yeah. Because false prophets just appear from nowhere. Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. And last, in Luke chapter 21, verse 28, I'm talking about signs. We are looking at the signs. So these are cardinal signs of the last day. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Amen. Amen. So he said, when these things begin to take place, it means redemption is drawing what? Near. It means we are closer to the last day. And if you have been around for at least 30 years, you can tell clearly that for the past at least 10 years, you could see everything is decaying. Whilst it shouldn't be like that. Because we human, we claim, which is a fact, we have advanced in medicine, technology, a lot of things, but wickedness has increased. Yeah. The earth is corrupted. Human nature is corrupted. And it's going to be increased. Amen. So these are the signs of the last day. This doesn't mean we are at the last day, no. This shows that the last day is closer, meaning the coming of Jesus is imminent. It's not there, but it's imminent. So from anything from now, we are going to get closer and closer to the coming of Jesus. Are you prepared? It's, it's individual. Or you are playing games. Only you can answer it. But this thing is real. 
is very real in the last days. Amen. Now, these are signs, but still Jesus will not come back. It tells us that his coming is what? Closer. The Bible says Jesus will not come until the great rebellion and the man of lawlessness is what? Shown. So Jesus, all this thing will get worse. So through this thing, as it gets worse, there will be a great rebellion. Or the other by the, 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 they use the word tribulation. And that same time, somebody will appear. He's called the lawless man. He's called the, we call him the Antichrist. He will take over. So Jesus will never come until the great tribulation or the great rebellion take place. And until what? The Antichrist or the lawless one what? Appear comes. That's why he has given us signs to show. So it also means that we are closer to the great tribulation or the great... Uh, uh, we, are, we are closer to the great uh, tribulation or the Antichrist appearing than we have ever been. Another word for the great tribulation is the rebellion. Amen. Or the Antichrist. Let's look at it. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Second Thessalonians verse 1 to 3. Amen. I just want to show you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Thessalonians chapter mm -hmm. 2 verse 1 to 3. Uh -huh. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus. Note, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus. Christ and our, and our being gathered to him. Mm -hmm. We ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching. Don't become unsettled. Don't become alarmed. Mm -hmm. Just know that this science is going to get worse. But they that know their God will do what? Exploits. Uh -huh. So, uh -huh. by the teaching allegedly from us, whether by a prophecy, no, or you know, there are certain teachings going on allegedly. He said, Don't be what alarmed by that. That's why he's taking time to tell you the signs, uh -huh. whether by prophecy or word of mouth or by letter, mm -hmm. are certain that the day of the Lord has already come. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Amen. So he said that day will never come until two things happen, until the rebellion what occurs yes, yes. and until the man of what lawlessness, lawlessness appears. Now the man of lawlessness is what we call the Antichrist. The the, the time of rebellion is what we call what? the great what? tribulation. So he said Jesus will not come until these two things what? happen. Mm -hmm. So let's look at first of all the Antichrist. Amen. Amen. Isn't it what he said? Yeah. He said he will not count. Okay, let's look at the rebellion first because he mentioned the rebellion what? first. Amen. Amen. So what is what? The rebellion. Matthew chapter 24 verse 15. Amen. So now I said Jesus will not. Okay. No. Okay. The great rebellion. Okay. Look. Let me be patient. And look, chapter 21. I'll try to cut corners. Forgive me. Let's, let's just go through it. No rush. Yeah. So look, chapter 21, 25 to 28, rather. So we've seen here clearly that there are signs and the signs will worsen. But still, Jesus will not come 
until what two things have happened. Those two things that must happen before he come, the Bible says what? A rebellion and the lawless what? One. Amen. So we are looking at, so note this, look at Luke 21, 25 to 28. Luke 21, 25 to 28. Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentiles, lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Mm -hmm. Instead, the greatest among you shall be like the youngest, and the one who rules like Luke, the one who serves. Yes. Oh, sorry. Luke 21. Luke 21, 25. Sorry. 25 to 28. Luke chapter 21, verse 20 to 28. There, there will be signs in the sun, mm -hmm. moon, and stars mm -hmm. on the earth. Mm -hmm. Nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Mm -hmm. People will faint from terror apprehensive of what is coming on the world for their heavenly bodies will be shaken mm -hmm. at that time they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory when these things begin to take place stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near so he said jesus the reason why i read this is he will come in the midst of what anguish perplexity and terror on earth mm -hmm. so this will be in the time of what the antichrist yeah. and the what great tribulation amen. amen why will it be that because the tribulation is suffering and the antichrist will bring nothing but suffering what unto what the world matter of fact it is the suffering that will cause people to accept him amen so now let's look at the time of great what tribulation Matthew 25 verse 15 Matthew 25 verse 15 or Matthew 24 verse 15 sorry Matthew 24 verse 15 Matthew 24 verse 15 hallelujah amen Matthew 24 verse 15 mm -hmm. so when you see when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes the solution Mm -hmm. Spoken of through the prophet Daniel, mm -hmm. let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Mm -hmm. Let no one in the field go back to their to get their clock. That's Matthew 24, verse 15. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, now let's read the 21 to 22. So I'll join now, I'll explain it to you. Okay. So the 21 verse 15, he said, he made a reference about Daniel. He said, when we see the sign of Daniel, what Daniel spoke about, then we should know. Okay, now read the 21 to 22 for me. Matthew mm -hmm. 21 to 22. Mm -hmm. Okay, 24, 21 to 22. They, saw, they say Matthew chapter 24, yeah. Now you read it, we read the 24 verse 15, mm -hmm. but now we are reading the 24. Uh, 21 to 22 uh -huh. for then there will be great distress mm -hmm. unequal from the beginning of the world until now mm -hmm. and never to be equaled again amen mm -hmm. uh -huh. if those days had not been cut short no one would survive so, so we are looking at the great the what he said that it will never happen he said the great rebellion or the great tribulation and he's describing it he said there will be what such a suffering in the world is that period we call the great tribulation or what we read that the bible called what um, the rebellion and say it said it will be that man has never ever seen such suffering and say after that there will never be what such suffering 
Anyway, because he will be coming. Amen. Please finish it for me. Mm -hmm. You are reading 21 to 22. Mm -hmm. if, though, if, if those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be short. And Jesus said, in those great tribulation or great rebellion, the suffering will be so much that if it's not cut short, no one, including Christians, will not survive. And said, for the sake of Christian, he will cut it what? short but then it will come to pass so it is this prayer we call what the great what rebellion or the great what tribulation because there will be such suffering and note all this time jesus hasn't come the bible said this must happen before what he comes okay continue to read from did you finish the 22 yeah now look at the same matthew 24 but read the 26 to 31 the 26 to 31 mm -hmm. Matthew 24, 26 to 31. Uh -huh. So if anyone tells you there he is out in the desert, do not go out. Or here he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For a lighting that comes from the east is visible even in the west. So will the coming of the Son of Man. Whenever, wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be, will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Mm -hmm. Then will appear the sign of the, of the Son of Man in heaven. So immediately, immediately after the, those suffering, the great tribulation, that is when Jesus what appear. Remember, the great tribulation will be cut what? short. So he said, immediately after the suffering. So, meaning, there is going to be, the world is going to get worse. And it will come a time that the Bible said, and we are closer to it, is that time which is called what? The end time. The end time is the great tribulation. There will be such suffering that we've never seen. Amen. And he said, Jesus will come after that, right? What? After that. Because remember, we've read that until that happened, he will not come. But then he mentioned, he said, the Antichrist must also what? Come, the lawless one. So who is the Antichrist? 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. So as some the great tribulation is a period where there will be such, such, such suffering in humanity. Uh -huh. Please read it for me. Second Thessalonians chapter uh -huh. 2 verse 3 to 4. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. Mm -hmm. For that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Uh -huh. The man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will, be exalt and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped. So that he set himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. So he said this man of lawlessness, he told us what he would do. He said the man will set himself up. And he will oppose everything God. And this man will claim he is God and he will sit in the place of God. So he will, note, he will not oppose Christians. Anything God. So there will be banishment of worshipping of God. So that is when a lot of things will be introduced, like the 666, we look at the 666, that until you worship the beast, because this man of lawlessness, the Bible says, he will oppose everything, what? God. And he will set himself up in the place of God. Isn't it? 
meaning he must be what worship and this is the man we call what the antichrist the antichrist is different from the spirit of what the antichrist so meaning before from now there will be so much suffering and out of the suffering this man will come and will appear known as the antichrist amen and he will oppose god anything god so then it will even be difficult to serve god that is why jesus said he will cut the days short so that is when the suffering the great tribulation there will be such suffering that the world hasn't seen because there will be wickedness let's read it more read the same second thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. we are looking at the antichrist amen so we see that the antichrist will worship and proclaim himself to be what god and you oppose anything god so you that means you cancel all religion he's not opposing everything christ anything god anything god yeah and we, we, we can see it already the man the antichrist himself or the lawless one is not there but the bible is clear say his spirit is already on now there are even a lot of careers profession that you are not allowed to mention the name god you can say anything but don't say god oh yes there's a lot already mm -hmm. continue so i'm just bringing this if you think it's far-fetched there are already well, now i know a lot of people in professional in, 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 in good profession that they are not allowed to mention God at the meetings or to their clients yeah <laughs> please continue for me we are looking at the Antichrist now who is he like yeah mm -hmm. Second Thessalonians mm -hmm. 3 verse 9 mm -hmm. the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works mm -hmm. he will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders and serve the lie and all the ways that wicked deceives wickedness deceives those who are perishing they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved amen, amen. so the scripture wants us to show us how this lawless one or the one we call the antichrist will manage to work and say he will work just as satan in other words he will work for satan amen so that the, the lawless one the lawless one the antichrist is not satan the antichrist is rather a man but with the powers of satan will be sitting in place and bible says he work with deception with deception and with also what signs and wonders he bring a sort of solution and deception for people to deceive people so the bible says this is how he will become what the antichrist isn't it what the Bible said? Yeah. No, please, isn't it what the Bible said? It said by deception, by lies, signs and wonders will deceive many. Yeah. And he will come in the power of Satan. So many, the Antichrist will serve holy Satan on earth, this lawless one. He, he's not Satan, but he will be the full embodiment of Satan, a direct person from Satan there. That is, this explains why he will forbid anything what? God. So what have we seen so far? We have seen that Christ will come. But all that we are seeing now <laughs> is just signs and it's going to get worse. And a time will come that this Antichrist, this man, this lawless one will come and he forbid everything God. 
and he will claim to be God and he must worship. But the power behind him is Satan himself. And by that, by that, he will use science and wonder and deception and a lot of things. Deception including technology. That is how he managed to take over what? The world. And then at that same time, there will be a great tribulation or rebellion. Because imagine when this Satan is in charge. God has been banished. Now it's a crime to pray. It's a crime to meet. Because the only thing that is keeping the earth is the prayers of the few. So then there will be weakness. The Bible said, such that it has never ever been seen. So when that time happens, then you are in the last days. Hey God, if possible, let me not meet the last days. Amen. Amen. So, no, so that is the last days. We've looked at the signs. So then you are really in the last days because you are experiencing what? The great rebellion and or tribulation. And you are also experiencing the lawless one or what? The Antichrist. That is why God said he will, he will have to cut it short. We, we've read it. Other than that, even the Christians. Because now, even to, to survive, you might need to submit. Because you get to that. Because you realize that one of the things that Antichrist will do is that you must have a mark of the beast. The Antichrist is the beast by which you can eat. But that's what people call success. We'll come to that. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible was clear, said it will be cut short. So you see that when this Antichrist is there and the, in the great tribulation, the Bible said Jesus will come and overthrow him. Let's read the same Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Uh-huh. And then the lawless one will be revealed, uh -huh. whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. Amen. Amen. So Jesus will overthrow this lawless one. So we've read a scripture that says he will come after this. We've read a scripture that says, oh, how does he come after? He will cut it short. So it means that in the midst of the room of this Antichrist, this lawless one, and also as the suffering, that's when Jesus will come. And Jesus will overthrow him. So that's why I say, when the Antichrist appears and when the tribulation or the great uh, suffering starts, then you are, if you find yourself there, then you are in the last day. It is that period that Christ will appear. The only thing I don't know whether that period will last for a year or 10 years or 100 years. We don't know. Oh yeah, people will suffer. The Bible says, it has never been seen and will never be seen. So Sodom and Gomorrah is small. Afghanistan is small. Iraq is small. Those of us that see Africa or some part of Asia, we say, uh -uh, in that place will be small. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Then Jesus will come and overthrow him. Isn't it what he said? Yeah. So look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 8. Because some people say Jesus will come, the Antichrist and things are for Christians, uh, are for unbelievers. No, no, no. When you are alive, whether you're a believer or you are not a believer, and it is the season, the time, you will, you, you will experience it. Amen. Amen. First John chapter 2, verse 8. First John chapter 2, verse 8. Mm -hmm. It says, Yet I am writing to you a uh -huh. new command. Mm -hmm. it's, its truth is seen in him and in you. Mm -hmm. Because the darkness is passing and the light and the true light is already shining. Amen. First John. 
Yeah. Chapter 2, verse 18. Sorry. First John, First John chapter 2, verse 18. Verse please. 18. Sorry. Mm -hmm. First John 2, 18. Dear mm -hmm. children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is. It is the last hour. Amen. The reason why I brought this scripture is many. Uh, it makes a lot of people confused. So he said, listen how he said, as you know, the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists has what come. come. So it did not say the Antichrist has already what come. It said the Antichrist is coming, but now many has come. What does it mean that? It means there are many people now on earth who are operating by the spirit of what. The Antichrist. So when you read the same first John chapter 4, verse 3, he made it clear that he's talking about the spirit of what? Antichrist. So before that man will come with the powerful, the same spirit, spirit means the same attitude, the same agenda of the Antichrist. As or not, there are people, institutions, organizations who are backing it. The work has already what? Started. Look, read it from First John four verse three. First John chapter four verse three. Mm -hmm. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. Mm -hmm. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. So that is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, which even now is already. So the the spirit of the Antichrist is already what in the world, working, making way, putting this in order. For that antichrist, this is why sometimes you hear people say, "Oh, this is the antichrist." I say, "Because of this, and this will be the antichrist. The antichrist will be that." Anyway, that is not. It's not really what we are interested. In. Whether it is Kofi or Henry or John, who is the antichrist? The antichrist will come. Amen. Amen. There will be an antichrist. Whoever it is, doesn't matter. Because it will be what what he what be. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, so far, what have we said? We have said clearly here that Christ will come back. And as Christ is coming back, he will come a day that no one knows, but you will see him. So as a Christian, you must prepare. But he has given us signs that we will know that there will be falsehood in the church, even though the gospel will be spreading, that there will be suffering on the earth and also in humans. There will be decay. Amen. But then there will come a time. He said, "This ones are signs. But when the time itself comes, the last day itself, there will be much suffering as it has ever been seen. And the lawless one will also what? Appear and everything God will be gone. But the Bible says, in the midst of that, Christ will come and overthrow that lawless one or call the what? Antichrist. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. And when he overthrow that lawless one called the what? Antichrist, what will happen? Amen. John chapter 5, 28. Or Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 3 first. Do you remember we read a scripture that made reference to Daniel? Yes. Jesus made reference to Daniel. So I want us to look at it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. So note, we have seen the coming of Christ. We have seen the signs that have to take place. Before the coming of Christ, and now we've seen the great word tribulation, amen. amen. And we've seen the lawless one or one which is called what the Antichrist, amen. amen. The great tribulation is also called the great rebellion, amen. amen. 
Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. To 3, 1 to 3. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations unto them. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who led many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen. So, Bible said, Daniel said, in that day when Jesus came, in the midst of the suffering, in the suffering, those who are true Christian will be what protected, mm -hmm. but. They will also go through the suffering because the Bible also said that, that it, that's why it will be cut short. Other than none of them would make it. Amen. But the Bible went on to say that those are those whose names are in the book of life. Now I've talked on the book of life extensively. I think we should have it on YouTube or on, on, uh, on podcast. So I don't want to go into it. But I realize that the book of life, if your name is in it, you go to heaven. If your name is not in it, you won't go to heaven and realize that the book of life is being written now. It has it, it, they write names in it and they also delete names in it depending on who you are. So, in other words, what you meant by the book, those who names are in the book of life, those who are what? Saved. So they will be what? They are those who be what? Delivered. And it said the dead will rise. Isn't it? Yeah. The dead what? Rise. Note both good and evil. All the dead will rise. So this is when Jesus appears and do away with what the Antichrist cut the day short, meaning the suffering and thing what ends. So look at it again, John chapter five, verse twenty-eight to twenty-nine. John chapter five, verse twenty-eight to twenty-nine. Amen. John chapter 5, 28 to 29. Mm -hmm. John chapter 5, verse 28 mm -hmm. to 29. Mm -hmm. Do not be amazed at this. For a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice mm -hmm. and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live. And those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. Amen. Amen. So it says, a time is coming. We all know that that time is when Jesus what, comes. Yeah. And said, the dead, the dead, all who are dead, will rise so the dead is not only christians both who are saved and unsaved will rise but we all don't have the same destination but i want you to understand that that is the time that people will arise amen and it is that time that we call what the rapture many many of you have heard the word rapture so rapture is the time that when jesus come in the midst of the great suffering or tribulation or rebellion and when the antichrist is reigning and destroy the antichrist all the dead will arise mm -hmm. those on earth are already on earth but all the dead will arise then what will happen let's go back to first thessalonians mm -hmm. chapter 4 16 to 17. amen mm -hmm. so the dead will arise uh -huh. mm -hmm. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 to 17. Uh -huh. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven mm -hmm. with a loud command, mm -hmm. with the voice of the archangel, mm -hmm. and with the trumpet call of God. Mm -hmm. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Mm -hmm. After that, 
we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds mm -hmm. to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. So he described, he said, when Jesus comes, both the evil ones and the good ones who are dead, what? Rise. But I said, the Christians will arise, what? First. And the Christians who are already alive on earth will still be on earth. But when the dead Christian arise first, they will be caught, they what? Together, together with what? Those who are what? Alive. Those who are in the midst of the great tribulation. And they know by then the Antichrist has been destroyed. So the suffering. And they'll be caught up together with heaven and go up. So this is what we call the rapture. Maybe here people use the word rapture. So rapture is when Jesus comes and the dead in the Lord arise first. Of course, we've read that the... Those who are not dead in the Lord too will arise. But the, those Christians who are dead will arise first. Together with those who are on earth, all will be lifted up. So maybe if the Lord come, maybe I'm preaching right now. As he appears, my mother who is dead will rise up. So I'll see my mother and we too. I'll leave this cross. God in heaven, this is too, it's too, it's too, cheap. It's too cheap. So everything will just come there. I'm gone. You understand? So then, meaning that moment on earth, every Christian, dead or alive, will be caught up with Christ in heaven. What for? We've already read. To go to heaven. Then, the dead will also what? The dead, those who died, who are not Christian, remember, they will also wake up from their grave. But they will not be caught up, so they will remain on earth. Yeah. That is, and the, those who are not Christian, who are already on earth, are still on earth. So now the earth will be without Christians. That's what it says. It says both the good and evil, yeah. the saved and unsaved will rise first. We read that in the yeah. And it said, but when we uh, uh, will rise up, then you went on to say, but those who die in Christ will first rise up yeah. and be caught up with those who are already on the earth. We God together. And with Jesus and his angels together, that's what we call raptured. So meaning the dead, those who are dead who are not Christian, where are they? They are on earth. Yeah. And those who are on the earth who are not Christian, where are they? They will be on earth. So meaning on that moment when we are raptured, the world on earth will have no Christian. Please, do we understand? Mm -hmm. Eh? Mm -hmm. Are we sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, so then what happens? Why that? That is when judgment starts. Yeah. So after the rapture, judgment. So we have two forms of judgment. Amen. Um, I love to teach this. Um, but I was led to teach it today. I would like to break it down, summarize it now. So this is it. Christ is going to come from what we've read here today. But as to the day, the when, no man knows it, the Bible says. But there are signs that will tell you. And say the signs is that there will be suffering. Amen. On earth. Because the world itself will face a lot of catastrophe. And human nature will also decay and corrupt. When human nature decay and corrupt, wickedness will abound. I said this is just science. It doesn't mean it's come. 
But as that sign goes on, but it tells you we are closer, it says then a time will come and one will appear. He's called the lawless one or the antichrist. And he everything God will cease. It is that time or just before that time or among that time, there will be such suffering on earth that has never ever brought sin. And said the suffering is so much eh, that if he doesn't cut it short, even I didn't say he let, meaning if I'm there, even me, I can fall. No, if Jesus says something, you must believe it. Because he told Peter, he said to Peter, Listen, you deny me three times. Peter said, I will not deny you. What happened? Uh -huh. So he said, You cut it short. How does he cut it short? By coming that period. And the Bible said, When he comes, he will overthrow what? The Antichrist. And as he comes, the dead, the dead, what? Rise up. The dead means, he said, both good and what? Evil. But the good will rise up first. And be caught up with the good already on the land. They will caught up with him. Yeah. They will become one. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, and we know we've read that the earth is to go toward heaven. They will belong to Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, meaning then the earth too will be full of what? Sinners. Sinners. People who are not saved. Yeah. Those who died long ago. So now the earth will be full of what? Sinners. Sinners. But that is not the end. Amen. That is the time. Okay, I don't want to start so that we, we, we confuse, um, I confuse you. But I said after I write that, there will be what? Judgment. Let's read that. Then we bring today's teaching to an end and we'll continue tomorrow. Amen. Uh, sorry, we continue Sunday. Amen. Amen. we we'll continue what? Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So let's read. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 15. We have, have you read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16 to 17? Yeah, I think that's what we read. Yeah, so 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 50 to 52. Amen. So the Thessalonians will be caught up with what? Him. Amen. Amen. So I just want you to explain, uh, I want you to explain to you how it will look like. Amen. First mm -hmm. Corinthians 15, 50 to 53. Yes. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, mm -hmm. at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised. Mm -hmm imperishable and we will be changed amen amen so he says something that he told us that day that the trumpet will sound well we know the trumpet sound is the coming of christ yeah. but we read that he will sound his trumpet and come before his angel but he said we will not all of us will die isn't it yes but he said all of us will change so that moment that we are raptured our bodies will change we are no more flesh that was i say flesh and blood will not inherit that's why I say all this thing will come off. If you watch a movie on the rapture, you see that they did the rapture that people left their clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you, you, your body will be transformed. You are you no more have a human body. You are a being, but you are no more a human being. That is why the dead could come back. 
because they've already lost their flesh, isn't it? It is corrupt. It's gone, isn't it? Even some were burnt. You see, but they'll come back because the soul still lives. The spirit man. So we read this to show you that at the rapture, you are no more flesh. So he said, a twinkle of an eye. Many people don't realize it, but I've had an experience. One day, midnight, I was praying with my sister. We are just there. We, we spoke up to like 12.30. I haven't seen her for a while, so when I saw her, we spoke up to like 12.31 midnight. Then we said, oh, the next pray. And as we are praying, I saw my spirit. My spirit just left me. We, we were in Ghana. We were praying in Ghana. And I saw my spirit left me and went to another country, Benin. Benin. And my spirit went to Benin and God showed me something there. And my spirit returned to me within a flash. Within a flash. Within a flash. But in the physical, it's like a long time. Within a flash. So I can really, really identify what with this scripture. I say, like a flash, you will be changed. Praise the Lord Jesus. So at the rapture, it's very important to know your body will change. Not, not your body will not change, your being will change. You are no more a human being. Note, a human being is made up of body, spirit, and soul. But you will be a human being. That's why I say will be transformed, we will change. Amen. How will we be like? First John chapter 3, verse 2. First John chapter 3, verse 2. First John chapter 3. Verse 2. Hallelujah. Amen. First John chapter 3, verse 2. Mm -hmm. Dear friends, dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made. Not made what of. we would be. Uh -huh. As then of what he would tell us what mm -hmm. has not yet yet been made known. Mm -hmm. But we know that when Christ appears, we will be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Amen. Amen. So note, he said that transformation will be like Christ. Christ is a spirit. So now we will be full spirit, glorious. The Bible did describe Christ. Yeah. Uh, the Bible said he looks more like bronze. His body is like bronze color, but at the same time, like see through. At the same time, it's like glass. At the same time, it's like light. At the same time, the light is so brighter, but still colorful. So we will transform. We will be like that. Yeah. Yeah, it will be like that. It's written. It will be like that. It will be like that. That day. That day. But then the earth will be full of human beings. Praise the Lord Jesus. Then right after that, what happens? Let's go back to Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. So that we leave it here. We'll continue next week. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12 verse 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protect your people will arise. Mm -hmm. There will be a time of distress such as he has mm -hmm. such as not happened from the beginning of nations mm -hmm. until then. But at that time, your but at that time your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes will sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who led many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen. So Daniel 1, 5, 12 spoke about judgment. They say at that time, those who led many to righteousness will shine. Those who led uh, many to, um, who were wise, 
will also what shine. But they said those whose names are not in the book of life. Now, when you study the book of life, there is judgment, and you are checked based on what you do, whether your name is in it or not. If your name is not in it, you go to the left side, my left side. But the Bible says, if your name is in it, you go to another place, right side. There, another books are open. So that one is not to judge you, but to check your deeds in order to be rewarded. Did you notice that those who save souls, those yeah. who are involved yeah. in souls, will shine? Oh. That's the highest currency. You know what it takes to save a soul. And now, now, from now going, it's going to be much harder to save souls. Wow. Why? Because the Bible says there's going to be decay in human nature. Lovers of money, blasphemous. Yeah. Okay, maybe I use the right word, wrong word, not harder. But it will take more anointing, more dedication, more power to save a soul than it has ever what been used used to. Amen. Amen. We only I only introduce this so next week we'll continue. Amen. Uh, what have we learned so far today? The Bible has told us that we as Christians we must look in wait for the coming of Christ, God Christ will come. And he said, if Christ come, it will be clear, you all see him, everyone will know. And he's coming to take us to that place. But before he comes, no, he said, by the day we come, no one would know it. And he went on to say, because of that, he has given us what? Signs. And he said, when we, see the, when we see these signs, we should know that we are closer to what? The last days. And the signs will be corruptness, human character or human nature destruction of the earth a lot of things amen false prophecy in the churches will arise amen the gospel will be preached everywhere and say so when we see this sign as this sign is going we should know that we are what closer and say so the last day itself will be when the antichrist or the lawless one come and also that great rebellion takes place and say so in that time there will be such suffering anxiety horror Sad that no man has ever what seen. Except for the sake of soul salvation, God will cut that day short and Jesus will appear. When Jesus appeared, he will destroy this Antichrist. But at the same time, the moment he appeared on earth, he said, The dead, everyone who has ever lived, who is dead, will rise up. But he said, It is those who are Christian, who died as Christian. Or say one day what rise first yeah. and say when we rise they arise we'll be caught up with those who are Christian on earth already to join with him and his angels and the Bible said our bodies will be transformed our nature will be transformed we will not be what we are again but we'll be like what Christ Jesus amen, amen. and then what happens next I just read the scripture said then after that there will be what judgment so from next week we will look at judgment we look at judgment how would the judgment take place because there's two types of judgment many christians don't realize that it, the world will be judged for condemnation and we christian too will be judged for rewards so next we look at the judgment we look at what questions will take place during the judgment 
what has value. For example, whether those who are involved in soul winning, they will shine brighter. Meaning those who are not involved in heaven, you know, heaven, they are mansions. They are mansions. No, they are mansions because um, Jesus said, let's say, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And he said, if it wasn't so, I would have thought, told you. So, I want to live in uh, maybe a 10 bedroom mansion in heaven. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, we look at that next week. Then we look at the child because it's the key. It's the key because you don't even want to make it to heaven, and in heaven you'll be ashamed because you realize you let the father down, or you were you were not wise. You said those who are wise, miss priority. You were playing games. This is when you make it to heaven. Amen. Or you, the worst things you don't want to miss heaven and make it right out to hell. So we look at the judgment. The, because the Bible clearly told, tells us those who who will not go to heaven, he mentioned their name, the type of people. So we look at that, amen. Then, depending on the time, we look at um, we look at heaven itself, and we look at hell, because there's a little bit confusion there. It shouldn't be confusion. So we look at what paradise means, what heaven means. We look at what Hades means. We look at what hell means. We look at what lake of fire what means. Because we have to have clarity of these things. We must understand because this is our purpose. This is the only thing that we have that the world will never what have. Amen. So these are things it's so simple. We must just what know it. So we we'll look at all this. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the teachers of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.